0: Good morning. I'm Lynn Morgan, pastor of St. Matthew's United Church of Christ in Hamburg. And on behalf of the Western New York area Churches in Covenant, I want to say to you that whoever you are and wherever you are on life's journey, you're welcome here.
1: Amen and good morning, friends. My name is Pastor Elizabeth Duffy, and on behalf of the Western Area Council, I am here to welcome you to worship this morning. I and the whole entire council am thrilled that all of you have decided to worship with us in whatever way you can, as we come together as one community of faith to worship this morning. So, welcome to worship. May you be blessed by the words and the prayers and the songs that you hear this morning.
2: Hello, my name is Jeremy Lopez, and I am pastor at Salem United Church of Christ in the city of Tonawanda, and I am currently the chair of the Committee on Ministry for the Western Area. And we begin our service today with a word of prayer. Let us pray. God, we give you thanks for being with us throughout this season. You have been present among us in our churches in our homes in our schools and in our places of business as we continue to navigate toward the future to which you have called us we ask for your continued guidance give us wisdom to learn from the past grant us creativity to find new ways to worship you as the church of jesus christ give us hope that we will continue to seek you in all things Grant us faith to know that you hold all things in your hands. And for everything we pray, we give you thanks and praise. In the name of Christ. Amen.
3: Enter into this time of worship, we invite you to be engaged as we share in the call to worship. God of hope, as we gather this morning from churches across Western area, many of us sitting in the comfort of our homes, there is much uncertainty that fills our days.
1: What we are certain of is we love a God who meets us wherever and however we gather.
3: You provide for us a sanctuary, a holy space. In that space, you promise us that when two or more gather in your name, you are there.
1: Be with us this morning, God. Bless our scattered gathering. In word and worship today, bring us together, one body in Christ. Amen.
4: Good morning, Charlie.
5: Good morning, Bernie. And good morning to all of our church friends.
4: Wait, do I see some new faces out there?
5: You sure do. We're not just worshiping with our church today, but we're worshiping with all of our sister churches in the western area today.
4: Oh, wow. That's so cool. We should probably introduce ourselves. (coughs) Hi, kids and adults. My name is Bernard. But my friends call me Bernie.
5: And I'm Charlie.
4: And we're the dogs of Zion UCC.
5: Well, kind of. We're Pastor Elizabeth's dogs, but we've taken over the children's moments lately.
4: Yeah, pastors need a break sometimes, especially with this pandemic, so we like to help her out. So Charlie, what are we going to talk about today?
5: Today, we're going to talk to the kids about unity. Do you kids know what the word unity means?
4: um i don't brother i'm gonna need some help here
5: unity means to be joined together as one whole and together all of our church friends from many different churches are joining together as a whole we're being united together in worship and the apostle paul says that we should do this He says that we should make every effort to join together in unity in the spirit of God and in peace.
4: So even though we're in different churches, we should try to work together to do the work of God and to spread peace throughout this whole area?
5: Exactly, Bernie. Now, kids, let's think about unity as working together as one team. If you want to go outside and build a snow fort. It will take you a long time to do it alone, won't it? But if you work together with others as a team, you can build an awesome snow fort much more quickly.
4: Just don't use the yellow snow. Sorry.
5: Stay on track, Bernie if we work together as churches we can do even more work as one whole team than we can as individual churches we can feed more people we can help more people and we can spread the news of god more quickly when we work together we can also have a lot of fun together at things like dunkirk and through western area youth events wow
4: that's
5: wonderful it sure is so kids I know you can't see the other kids watching this with you, but we want you to know that you are part of one greater family, one greater team. You're not just part of one church, but you are part of a group of over 50 churches in the Buffalo area. And together, the adults want to work together as one team to make sure that your faith can grow and that you can be part of a larger team so that you can do more work as your faith grows and develops.
4: Team Jesus!
5: Yes, Bernie. Team Jesus. And together on this team, we can work in unity to do the work of God and to spread God's peace.
4: I like being a part of a team. Me too,
5: Bern. And we hope you do too, kids.
4: Kids, you're a part of this team. You're a part of God's team. We love you, God loves you, and we hope you never forget that. Bye, friends. Have a blessed day.
6: we pray for peace.
3: The peace of the people who breathe and bleed the same. The peace for the earth. The soil that grounds and centers us. The peace of the universe. Pure light of wonder. The peace for creation. Healing and rejuvenation. The peace for the waters. Clean water for all. The peace for the nations. Wisdom and dialogue, compassion and respect. Together, we pray for peace.
7: Friends, please join me in a prayer of confession. Redeeming God, we come to you today with repentant hearts. We recognize that there are times when we've not lived up to the ways that you've showed us how to love each other, and live together in community we've looked away when we've seen others in need we've used your creation to our advantage rather than tending to and caring for it we admit that there are times when we fall into the worldly ways of greed power exploitation and anger rather than following your ways of love service equity and peace During this season of Lent, help us to turn back toward you and your teachings that you have given to us. We ask this in the name of Jesus, Redeemer of all creation. Amen.
8: When we trust in God's promises, the promises that are written in our holy
3: scriptures, then our sins are forgiven. So trust in those promises and begin anew your life with God, and with all people, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen.
9: to
0: has been preaching in the temple, and then he leaves the temple and goes up to the Mount of Olives and continues to preach and teach to his disciples, and he says to them, when he finally arrives, blazing in beauty and all his angels with him, the Son of Man will take his place on his glorious throne. Then all the nations will be arranged before him, and he will sort the people out, much as a shepherd sorts out sheep and goats, putting sheep to his right and goats to his left, Then the king will say to those on his right, Enter, you who are blessed by my fathers. Take take what's coming to you in the kingdom. It's been ready for you since the world's foundation, and here's why. I was hungry, and you fed me. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was homeless, and you gave me a room. I was shivering, and you gave me clothes. I was sick, and you stopped, stopped to visit. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then those sheep are going to say, Master, what are you talking about? When did we ever see you hungry and feed you, thirsty and give you water? When did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? Then the king will say, I'm telling you the solemn truth. Whoever did one of these things to someone overlooked or ignored, that was me. You did it to me.
10: Our psalm for today is chapter 22 verses 23 through 31. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you offspring of Jacob, glorify him. Stand in awe of him, all you offspring of Israel. For he did not despise or abhor the affliction of the afflicted. He did not hide his face from me, but heard when I cried to him. From you comes my praise in the great congregation. My vows I will pay before those who fear him. The poor shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him shall praise the Lord. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations shall worship before him. For dominion belongs to the Lord, and he rules over the nations. To him, indeed, shall all who sleep in the earth bow down. Before him shall bow all who go down to the dust, and I shall live for him. Posterity will serve him. Future generations will be told about the Lord and proclaim his deliverance to a people yet unborn, saying that he has Done it. Were
9: you there when they crucified, my Lord? Were you there when they crucified? All right.
8: To God be the glory for the things God has done. The scripture text this morning is found in the Gospel of St. Mark, the fifth chapter, beginning at the 24th verse. And it's there that we find these words recorded. So he went with him, and a large crowd followed him and pressed in on him. Immediately, her hemorrhage stopped, and she felt in her body that she was healed from her disease. Immediately aware that power had gone forth from him, Jesus turned about in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said to him, You see the crowd pressing in on you? How can you say who touched me? He looked all around to see who had done it. But the woman knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling and bowed down, worshiping him and told him the whole truth. And Jesus said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. This morning, I want to talk about a holy hookup, a holy hookup. Beloved, well, but I think it would be, I would be safe in saying today that, that sometimes we all encounter situations and we encounter circumstances in our lives that, that often just have a way of, of robbing us of the joy of our lives. You all know what I mean. It's like, here you are, you're, you're skating along, you're minding your business, trying to be the best person that you can be and wham, some sickness, some family issue drops in your lap. Could be some financial woes or you've got some relationship struggles, whatever it is, these are the things that are often that that end up zapping our zeal and stealing our serenity. And then quite naturally, as a result, we, we become stressed and we become stretched mentally and physically and yes, even spiritually. And it's in those times that that we find ourselves desperate for something, anything that will bring us back to a place of peace and wholeness. My friends, I'm persuaded that even in the midst of the most difficult of circumstances, I believe that the key to regaining our personal peace is in making a divine hookup with the one who is known to be the Prince of Peace. I believe that in those dark places and in those depressing times, the sure way to restore our joy is by tapping into the one who is the source of all joy. Saints, when we feel like we have reached the end of our rope, I am convinced that what we need is the strength and the power that can only be found in what I'm going to call a holy hookup with Jesus. Come on a journey with me through this text and, and, and what we'll find what we'll find here is a woman who, just like some of us, she has found herself in a desperate and a difficult situation. She, she's at the end of her rope. But rather than wallow in despair, this woman decides to take a leap of faith and hook up with Jesus. Yes. Yeah, see, when this story unfolds, we find Jesus enthroned by a very large crowd, and there, there in the midst of this crowd is this woman. This woman, who the Bible said had an issue of blood. It says that it says that for twelve long years, she had an uninterrupted flow of blood from her body, and we all know that that blood is a vital and a necessary resource to our survival. So so, so she's in a difficult situation. Th- this sister had been hemorrhaging for 12 years. For 4,380 days, a critical resource was flowing out of her body. And, and according to Jewish law, she was categorized as ceremonially unclean. So as far as society was concerned, this woman was a dejected and diseased outcast and she wasn't supposed to touch or be touched by anyone. Yeah, there there were no positive affirmations coming this woman's way. She was an outcast. And then to add insult to her injury, the sister was broke. Yeah, but the Bible says she'd spent all of her money trying to get well, but only got worse. Oh, yes, here, here is a woman sick, stressed, and stretched, and she was desperate for some relief and some restoration. And my friends, I believe that we can just, we can learn a thing or two from the faith of this phenomenal woman about how to get our own holy hookup on our life's journey. Yeah, let let me show you a couple of things I learned from this woman's story. First of all, I wanna look at this woman's attitude. Verse 28 of the text says, for she thought if I just touch his garments, I will get well. I, I like the fact that this sister had a positive and a productive attitude to go along with her phenomenal faith. Because remember now, remember, Girlfriend was broke. She had spent all of her money trying to fix this problem. And yet we can clearly see that she doesn't give up. Come on now. A vital resource continually poured out of her. Her pockets were empty. Her bank account was drained, yet her attitude was positive. Oh, that's powerful. How many of us could be like that? This poor woman, she had been in this state for 12 years, and that's a long time to wrestle with the same problem. That's a long time to grapple with an issue and still not see any results. I'm sure, just like some of us, that, that this woman, she had tried all kinds of remedies and all kinds of ideas to address her situation. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she called the psychic hotline. I bet she maybe laid her hands on the TV or sent in her $25 prayer cloth. She could have had her palm read or her horoscope done. She, She had tried it all. And after all of that, at the end of the day, she was still bleeding. Yet this woman, despite failure after failure, she continues to keep a positive and a productive attitude. She doesn't give up. And we know that her attitude was positive because verse 21 says, this woman had only heard about Jesus. Yeah, the Bible doesn't say that she was present when Jesus fed the multitude or turned water into wine. It doesn't say that she saw Jesus raise the dead or heal anybody. It simply says that she'd heard about Jesus. Oh, that, that's incredible, incredible faith. All this woman needed was to hear about the power that Jesus possessed. And I imagine that she said, mm, this this Jesus fella, I, I, I don't need to take up his time. I, I don't need to speak to him face to face. He, he doesn't even have to touch me. But, but if I can reach out and touch him, then I know I will get well. She had only heard about what Jesus could do. Has anybody ever been blessed by what you heard? about Jesus? Have you ever been encouraged and empowered by the testimony of somebody else? Maybe at the time you didn't even have a problem. Maybe your waters were all flowing in the right direction, but but somehow your heart was made glad just hearing about what happened in someone else's life. And hearing that somehow it lets you know that when your trouble comes, when you do get into trouble, you know that God is a universal God. And what God has done for other folks God will do the same for you. This, this woman heard about Jesus and said, if I can just touch his clothes, I know. That's confidence. I know I'll be well. This, this woman kept a positive, a positive attitude. But not only that, not only was her attitude, did her attitude play a role in her restoration, but her approach is noteworthy as well. Look, look at the text. It, it says that after hearing about Jesus, this woman pressed her way through the crowd and came up behind Jesus and touched his cloak. Don't, don't miss this, don't miss this. She approaches him and she just sort of sneaks up on him from behind. She, she's low key and unassuming. She takes a humble approach right here. Now she could have busted up and demanded that Jesus speak to her, but she doesn't do any of that. She could have hollered out, but she doesn't do any of that. It, it, it appears that simply by faith, She believed that if she could just hook up with Jesus, there was enough medicine in the hem of his garment that would cure and heal her condition. This woman takes a humble approach and she presses her way through the crowd. But I am convinced that the crowd is what made her task all the more complicated. And this is a lesson for us that when we're in a difficult and a desperate situation, we have to be careful about the folks that we have hanging around us. Because everybody with you is not always trying to go where you're trying to go. Whenever you're trying to hook up and get closer to Jesus, when you're trying to tap into some power, there are bound to be some folks that are getting your way. Be careful, be careful, because sometimes your crowd can be part of your problem. Crowd folks will bump and block your progress. Crowd folks will stand in the way of your healing and your wholeness. Crowd folks, sometimes rather than celebrate and rejoice over where you're going, they'll try and suffocate and dampen your enthusiasm. Yes, yes, I I tell my young daughter all the time that, that if folks are not helping you on your way, then they are in your way. So friends, we need to be careful because if you're seeking a holy hookup, Just know that you too might have to press your way through the crowd. Oh, but once this woman makes it, once she makes her humble and discreet approach and reaches Jesus, the Bible says that immediately her flow of blood dried up. Once once she makes her divine hookup, her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was healed oh, I like this woman. I like her. She had the courage to battle the odds to get her joy back. She was thinking outside of the box. She was daring enough to do what society said shouldn't be done and go where folks said she shouldn't go. She was determined to fight the crowd and stretch out and grab hold to her blessing. And friends, after after she does this, after she makes her holy hookup, the Bible says that Jesus asks who touched me? Hmm. Now, at first glance, I even think I would have responded to this like the disciples did. Come on, Jesus, you're standing in the midst of a multitude. Folks are pushing and shoving and crowding around. Of course, somebody touched you. A whole bunch of folks probably touched you. Ah, but, but y'all, something unique happened here. There was something incredible that took place when her faith met his power. The Bible says that immediately healing took place. Oh, her persistence had paid off and she immediately she got her joy back. That's what I call a holy hookup. The Bible says that to demonstrate her gratitude, she came and bowed down and worshiped. Oh, listen, when, when, when the world casts you out and casts you aside, and then somehow Jesus in the twinkling of an eye turns your whole life around, your first reaction ought to be to stop and worship. This woman went from bending down to touch Jesus, to bowing down and worshiping Jesus. She, she showed her appreciation. See, yesterday she didn't have a friend in the world, but when she reached out and touched Jesus, she found a friend that sticks closer than a brother. It was time to worship. When she got up that morning, she was sick and diseased, but then she hooked up with the great physician and now she was healed and made whole. It was a good time to worship. I don't know what any of you might be going through what your issue or your struggle or your illness might be, but I am convinced if you keep a positive attitude, if you can muster the courage to press your way through the crowd, if you can humbly approach Jesus, I declare he will rock your world with just the hem of his garment. That's what I call a holy hookup. See church, I borrowed this, this term from my daughter and the young folks in the hip hop culture. Because, because, see, when in hip hop, when, whenever, whenever something is done for you, whenever you get something and you you didn't earn it or even deserve it, and then somebody will come along and they'll ask you, "How did how did you get that?" The hip hop response is, "Baby, I got the hookup." Come on, y'all. When when you get blessed with something that you weren't expecting and you certainly couldn't get it on your own, that's when you stick out your chest and proudly tell folks. I got the hookup. Well, saints of God, if, if hip hoppers have that much sense, then we ought to have some holy hip hoppers that when somebody says, listen, how did you get healed? You ought to tell them, I got the hookup. When, when, when all the folks that wrote you off, when they come ask you, how did you get your degree? Just say, I got the hookup. When, 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 the, when folks who saw you last week You were crying and stressed out, but now you're walking around and you've got joy, unspeakable joy. Listen, I dare you to throw up your hands and shout, baby, I got the hookup. My friends, that's the message today. I just came to encourage somebody. Sister, don't lay down in your difficult situation. Just please hook up with a power that can overcome the power that overcomes your power. Don't give up. Try making a divine connection and then hook up with the one who can do what medicine cannot do. Just try and hook up with the doctor who can cure what the doctors can't cure. Hook up with the banker who can restore what your stocks and bonds cannot restore. Oh, be encouraged, my friends. With a holy hookup, there is relief in your struggles. With a holy hookup, there is peace in the midst of confusion. There's joy in the time of sorrow. With a holy hookup, beloved, there is always hope in every situation. The word of God for the people of God.
9: If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles, same old voice and the same old lies If you're trying to fill the same old holes inside There's a better life There's a better life If you got pain He's a pain taker If you feel lost He's a way maker
6: If you need freedom
9: or saving at the, the prison, shaking Savior. You got
6: chains,
9: he's the chain breaker. He all searched for the light of day in the dead of night. We've all found ourselves worn out from the same old fright. We've all run to things we know that just ain't right. There's a better life, there's a better life you got pain he's a pain taker if you feel lost
6: he's a way maker if you need freedom or saving he's a prison shaking savior if you got chains he's a chain breaker
9: if you believe it if you receive
6: it if
9: you can feel it,
6: somebody
0: testify.
6: Testify. If you believe
0: it, oh, believe it. If you receive
9: it, and receive it. If you can feel it, somebody testify. Testify. If you believe it,
6: oh, believe
9: it. If you receive it, and
6: receive
9: it. If you can feel it, oh feel somebody it. Somebody testify.
6: Testify. testify you got pain he's the pain taker
9: if you feel lost he's a way maker if you need freedom or saving he's a prison shaking savior if you got change he's a chain breaker if you need freedom or saving he's a prison shaking savior if you got chains.
6: He's a chain breaker.
7: Loving creator, we pray for United Church of Christ and Disciples of Christ congregations across the country and here in our area. We pray that even when our buildings are closed, our ministries may continue to serve our communities. We pray that we may be places of healing and reconciliation for those who are sick and wounded in body and heart. We pray that we may bring hope in troubled times. We pray that we may speak and work for justice in an unjust world. We pray that we may embrace and welcome all people wherever they are on life's journey. We pray that our lives may show your love to the world. We pray for the people of St. Peter's United Church of Christ and the city of North Tonawanda and the senior citizens of our areas served through the United Church Home Society and Senior
2: Wishes. We pray for the members of Salem United Church of Christ and for the people of the city of Tonawanda.
10: We pray for Cleveland Heights Christian Church, Disciples of Christ, and the community of Cheektowaga. We pray for Faith, United Church of Christ, and the community of Boston, New York.
7: We pray for the people of Arcade, United Church of Christ, and the community of Arcade, and the Pioneer area.
3: We pray for the people of Kenilworth United Church of Christ and the community of Kenton.
1: We pray for the people of Epiphany United Church of Christ and the community of Clarence. We pray for the Church of the Nativity United Church of Christ
10: and the community of the town of Tonawanda. We pray for the people of Pilgrim St. Luke's and the west side of Buffalo.
0: We pray for the people of St. Matthew's United Church of Christ and the communities of Hamburg and Orchard Park.
1: We pray for the people of St. Paul's United Church of Christ in Attica and all of the communities it serves. We pray for the people of Zion United Church of Christ and those who live in the town of Tonawanda. We pray for the
8: people of the Amherst Community Church and the community of Snyder.
10: We pray for the people of St. Peter's United Church of Christ in the community of West Seneca. Today, we pray for the people of St. James United Church of Christ, and for the people and community of Hamburg.
3: We pray for the people of Ebenezer, and as well, uh, the greater West Seneca community.
7: And now, we pray for the people of the Western New York Area Churches and Covenant. And we pray for the entire greater Buffalo community.
10: Now, Holy One, for all that we've named aloud, along with the deepest desires of our hearts and minds, and for whatever else that you see that we need, we pray in the name of your Son, Jesus
8: Christ, our Lord.
10: Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever, amen.
7: As communities of faith, each time we gather to worship, we remember to set aside a few moments where we can give of our gifts Give of our tithes and give of our offerings. Let's take just a few moments to give to our local church or to the wider church by participating in this morning's offering.
1: praying over the offering this morning. Divine giver of all good things, you bestow upon us gifts in abundance because we know that all good things come from you, O God. We offer our gifts of time, of talent, and of treasure to you in thanksgiving. We ask that you bless this offering, O God, and expand its reach so that all people may come to know you and that all people may come to know your love for them and for this world. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen.
10: wonderful worship service. You have been brought together by Christ. Now go forth with God's blessing into our world to bring hope to the hopeless, peace to the restless, and comfort to the afflicted. May you be the hands, feet, and voice of Jesus, sharing his love wherever you go. Amen.